I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Listening to Achtung Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham, except no substitute. Hello, good morning, and welcome, dear listeners, to Achtung Millwall. With a, a guest I've wanted to get on for some time, actually, it's Mr. Doug Hume, our Swedish correspondent. Good, good Morgan, Doug. Come on, Nick. Is that, on, Nick. <laughs> is that <what> <laughs> One of my Swedish listeners is, uh, forgive me, we have a lot of Scandinavian listeners, so forgive me for that murdering of the Swedish. Well, the, the good thing in Sweden is you don't have to say the G, so Morgon becomes moron, and you don't say good morning, you just walk around saying moron to people. Moron. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Doug. It's been a while since we've spoken, mate, so good to have you on. Um, what a Thanks for having me. Shocker of a game to choose. Yeah, I've, I've well, up. to be fair, it was, be- it was better than last Saturday, to be fair. Just. Just, just. It's, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, the, the line-up yesterday, I, I don't know how you saw it, Doug. I, I, I couldn't argue with the line-up. I and mean, I was actually quite pleased to see Matt Smith starting up front as our lone um, goal scorer. But um, it was a game of... No, no shots on target. I mean, that, that, I think that's the one statistic that I picked up this morning. That is, it's very well, hard to get head round, isn't it? I think we had two chances, didn't we? There was Hutchinson had that free header from a corner, which I think the ball ended up where Ricardo Fuller's shot ended up a few years ago. <laughs> and then Matt Smith had a sort of decent cross from Mahoney. That's again six-yard line free header, and not quite sure where it went. But no, no. Um... I mean, we, we had enough to win it, but so did they. To be fair. Probably more so. I thought. I mean, I thought it was a balanced game. It was. It was a tough watch. Um, I mean, you and I follow Man week in, week out out there in Stockholm. So um, I'm, I'm still trying to get with the whole um, watching the, the, the new one video. It's um, you know, if you weren't more emotionally invested in it, you probably wouldn't choose to watch our games at the moment, Doug, would you? No, I must admit we have a live game here anyway from one of the uh, championship games, and it was Forest and Wickham, and I. Must I kept glancing up and watching that yesterday. There wasn't an awful lot to watch in the Millwall game. Yeah, um, and yet we are defensively solid, although I did think the defence looked a little bit flaky yesterday. Do you think tiredness is playing a part? It's a relentless schedule at the moment. Do you think that's a, a, a valid reason to, to, to account? I thought the, the back part? three with the ball coming out of their feet were... I mean, it, Woods as well had a poor game, and I, I thought the yeah, usually they can come out with a ball and... They just looked dangerous when you, know, you just thought they were going to lose it every time they came out with the ball yesterday. 
Well, I mean, something I don't like, and I want to get your opinion because I think Woods is a man who divides opinion a little bit. But increasingly, last couple of games, I think against Norwich in the week, I don't know if you saw any of that, but certainly yesterday. Yes. Certainly yesterday, teams seem to be running at our defence and we are backing off of them, allowing them time and space to shoot. And, I mean, Bart performed some miracles yesterday at times, in, in, in especially in the second half, much closer in. But we just seem to be giving forwards on the on the, in the opposition side um, time and space to have a go at our goal. I don't, I don't get what... I'm not quite it. sure. No, it, it, it's a strange lineup because the, the full-backs don't ever seem to be anywhere near... <laughs> When they, when they come in and it, it, it means like the centre-halves have to pull out and sort of covering the runs as well as the guy with the ball and they, they seem to do that to about 10 outside the box and then one of them starts going towards the forward and it's probably too late like yesterday he got a shot off which was when the right side of the post for us but could quite easily have gone the other side I'm sounding like a moaning and I, 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 I want to um, you're, I mean you're a Millwall fan of many many years standing so perspective is that you know, it's always an essential thing, isn't it? When in any conversation between Mill supporters, we are sitting ninth in the table, and as as, as tough a watch as yesterday was, you know, we've only lost twice this season. So, you know, you have to keep that in in mind, even though the spectacle wasn't exactly brilliant, was it? No. Um, the weird thing is, I mean, the, the formation we have, Bennett just. I mean, he barely touched the ball, and no. there was a lot of space out on the left-hand side. And I know it was a more of a four-four-two type thing yesterday, but you just think with the five-two-three or whatever he's been playing, that somebody out on the left would have made a bit of difference. But it's also the same issue. I mean, if Jed doesn't play well, we don't play well, and he did not play well yesterday. I wasn't surprised when he went off. No, he's having one of his bad days. Um, I think he carries the burden of a lot of um, the, the creative um, kind of input for the side. Oh, I definitely. Like- I like Bennett, but again, he looked a little bit lost. Matt Smith looked lost because there was no service coming into him. Um, it's it's sometimes hard to get your head into uh, your head around the uh, the mindset of a, of a football manager. I mean, it's, I mean, what he seemed to be pulling more centrally yesterday for me, at least. And um, yes, he not, did. Yeah, that's not where he's at his best, um, Buck, is it? I mean, you know, he's he's a, he's a, he's a, a wide right kind of player, and that's where he seemed to do most of his damage. Yeah, I thought we looked more dangerous when Mahoney came on and actually played right, right yesterday. Wide, ooh. yeah, well, you know what I'm trying to say. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, I was an accurate cross for the ball, Mahoney. Again, another player that is inconsistent to match match the side, really. Um, but I, a number of errors. I mean, I, I'm just going to put these down. I mean, Murray Wallace is normally pretty um, solid, but he, he was playing as a central defender apparently yesterday. Um, again, errors from Murray. Then Hutchinson seemed to be having a bad day as well. I know. I know we can all have a bad day at the office, but um, I, I'm just wondering whether this this schedule, this this you know midweek Saturday schedule, is is becoming is finding out the, uh, the the cracks in the squad a little bit. It's not one of the biggest squads in the in the, in the division, is it? No, I, I actually wondered because the team he put out against Norwich was slightly weird. I wonder if he almost had that down as a game that he thought we'd lose, and he put all the fringe players out. But it didn't seem to work yesterday, did it? I mean, they all, they all looked like they played three games in three days yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of my notes to myself here, I thought we look hungover, like we'd been out on the beer the no, night we did. before. You know, a yeah. pub team that had been out on the sauce the night before and they've got to play the next day, you know. Um, and I, I think mean, Bart, Bart was probably the only one that came out with any sort of um, positive comments, but I thought the rest of them, you wouldn't have noticed if any of them weren't on the pitch, to be quite honest. No, I mean, Bart made three 
pretty important saves at the start of the yeah. second half. Um, you know, there's a few chances from Mill peppered through the game, um, but then three pretty close range shots on target on another day. One of those would have would have gone in. It would have been a tough ask to get back into into the game. The international break is coming. I think it's probably coming at a good time. I think there needs to be a general refresh um, in the side. Two weeks, uh, yeah, two weeks off, and fourteen days off yeah. for the next league yeah. game. Won't hurt any of that of that squad at the moment, um, Doug. Will it? I mean, they'll, they'll look pretty tired. And maybe if Parrot comes back, I mean, we looked a different situation or proposition when we had um, Zahor playing up front. And if, if we have a goal threat with a bit of pace, which yeah. Bennett usually gives us, didn't yesterday, but if we have that, you never know. No, Woods Woods is an intriguing player in midfield. He's, he, 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 he frustrates. I mean, I think that's probably the one word I took out of yesterday's game was a very frustrating day at the office. But he, do you like him, Ryan Woods, or where do you sit? Uh, I the... do, and I, I, I think with him we actually look better if um, we've got when we're playing well, um, and he gets a little bit more space where the rest of the sort of the defence aren't pushing up on him. Whereas yesterday, when we were under pressure, he, he didn't have much time on the ball. No, and I, I think he looks better going forward, but I just don't think two cent- two central midfielders is working. We seem to get overrun too much. Two weeks off, maybe we can sort this out. And the, re- the return of Troy Parrott. I mean, I know we mustn't pin too much. Um, too much hope on the on the shoulders of a seventeen year old, eighteen year old, whatever he is. But um, we, we do need some some flair up front. I wanted to get your view, Doug, if I can, on Ben Thompson. Not even in the squad yesterday. I uh, started on on uh, in midweek up at Norwich. Was it Wednesday? Wasn't it? Um, he started well, didn't he? But he faded very badly. Faded, and not even in the squad today. I I, I don't. I mean, I probably you know re- repeating what everyone listening to the show knows already. I don't think Gary Rowett fancies in particularly. Um, they, you don't really see any other championship teams coming in for him either, which probably tells you something. No, I mean, yeah. he's, he, he will go to Portsmouth or somewhere, won't he, if he does go somewhere? Well, if he goes, he'll go to Pompey, I think. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, I think he's a, he's, a, you know, he's a Millwall boy, but um, I think he likes to be loved and maybe he'll come come good again at Pompey where they do love him, you know. Um, yeah. It's has he reached the limit? Is, is as a player, is he at his limits? I mean, I, I, he just doesn't look championship level um, to me. I, I mean, that's probably a tough, tough thing to say on a Mill show. But it just doesn't look like he's quite at the level that we need. No, and I, I don't think the, um, the the formation we play suits him either. It's an unsentimental business football, and certainly Gary Rowett doesn't seem to seem to fancy him. So, um, a scream of a chance for Smith, which you'd, nine times out of ten you'd expect him to get late in the game. Um, yes. Yeah. 70, uh, 77 minutes he heads wide from a very poor header, really, for him. I mean, again, I mean, as much as we, uh, you know, rave on about Matt Smith, a top goal scorer, I mean, you, you, you've got to be clinical and um, really top players only get one chance, don't they? And they take that chance and that was a hell yeah. yesterday. He, he wouldn't be a Millwall if he was uh, a top player. If he was <laughs> <laughs> like all of them. If they're any good, they wouldn't be at the den. Oh, yeah. But no, I, I mean, it, it is, well, I think you're right on for premiership players, but championship players, I think they do need the ball a little bit. And I mean, let's be honest, he barely saw it yesterday. You've got to give Matt Smith three or four chances in the expectation yeah. that one of them will go in. And I think that's not a bad rate of return at our level, but we weren't no. creating that number of chances, were we? Not for him anyway. Um, my, my highlight yesterday, Doug, came when my, my, my laptop, I forgot to power, plug it into the power and it ran out of power, bang on 
90 minutes. So I missed the last five minutes of, um, of uh, injury time. There's a little oh, bit did you a... not see the afters as well? No, no. So I, was, I wanted to get your take on it. I, I, all I've done is read about it. I didn't see it. it the, the, the thing went dead on me. So I had to follow the rest on Twitter. There's a little bit of um, pushing and shoving, apparently. Yeah, there was a, I think it was on Wallace. Um, it was a slide tackle that they didn't actually show it in slow motion. So you couldn't really tell. But from a sort of funny angle, I wouldn't have been surprised to see a red card come out. But um, it didn't. And obviously, uh, Rowett took up a bit of got upset with it. And there was a bit of pushing and shoving afterwards. A few words uh, apparently said as well. So, um, sub who came on with uh, looked like Sam Allardyce with a wig on. I don't know. <laughs> the same shape as well, wasn't he? I saw, I saw him. I mean, I think like a home haircut he'd had done there. I mean, he's missing yes. done that for him. Um, <laughs> I saw him, but then no, no, it faded bang on, on 90 minutes, and uh, the rest of it had to follow on, on Twitter. So, uh, that would have been the more, most interesting part of the afternoon for me if that, that little bit of pushing and shoving. I think it was, yeah. Didn't even have Carl Bates falling off his chair this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of Rowett? I mean, uh, do you like him as a manager? I mean, he's, he's certainly got um, he's certainly got us performing at a level. Um, you know, yeah. We're, I mean, we're we're playing that comment the uh, Luton manager came out with last year with Neil Harris about sort of we we only one team play the right way. He did have a point, and we're now playing the right way. I think. Um, and we, let's be honest, we're looking up, we're not looking down. Which under Harris, we would have been looking down he's improved the squad we've got better players in there uh, and I think he seems to be able to get better loan players yeah I agree Achtung Mehlball The Lions King is the title of the new biography of Mill's greatest goalkeeper, Brian King. With 339 appearances for the Lions from 1968 to 75, Kingy played in some of the most iconic names in Mill history, as well as the England squad of 1974, managed by Sir Alf Ramsey himself. King's biography is available at www.littlehellbooks.com. Littlehellbooks.com. And 19.99, and it's essential reading for any Millwall fan, or for that matter, any football fan too. 19.99 at www.littlehellbooks.com. Achtung. Mailball. We'll return back to my conversation with Doug shortly, but first I wanted to play you these voicemails that I've received from show regulars Harry, Warren and Mike Hayden. Over to Harry first. Well, another nil-nil draw. I mean, defensively we're fine. We've got a very good left wing back. We've got a very good right wing back. But we've got two shit people in the midfield that don't create anything. Um... Everyone looks at the strikers. Yes, we've given them one chance, a guilt-edge chance for Matt Smith, who's missed. But, you know, um, taking Jed Wallace and moving him from his right midfield position, his best position and playing in the middle for an hour and then wondering why he doesn't create anything is a bit like putting Matt Smith into the back four and wonder why he gets turned quicker than fucking milk. It's, um, it's frustrating. We need a Jimmy Abdu-type runner in the midfield 
that breaks things up and we need that thing that no Millwall fan likes. We need the show pony attacking midfielder that's going to create. What we don't need is a hybrid of the two running around in the midfield like headless chickens. We lost the midfield battle today. We had no possession of the ball, but we should win that game 1-0. Bart, again, is fantastic. We all know that, but the, the chance for Smith that he fucks up is, is the difference between getting promoted and not getting promoted. So, yeah. I don't know that I know they've got no money, but there's surely got to be some fucking Liverpool low knee or some Spurs low knee to run between the lines and actually put balls through to a Parrot or a Bradshaw. Or maybe go and get Malumbi and show a bit of ambition, Millwall. But there we go. Can we all describe as well that Izzy Brand should have been sent off for his challenge? Not just for the yellow card of the challenge, but also then swearing at the injured player, which I think is why it all went off at the end. Another drab match. Lucky to actually get a point in the end. But how did Smith fuck that chance up? It was almost like he, he was right next to the goalkeeper and he tried to head it back to pass or something. He was like, what the... All he had to do was nod it in. That was the chance. We just don't create any chances. It's, it's so... It's boring, isn't it? It's boring. We need a striker. God, we need a striker, don't we? Agree on Jed Wallace. He plays his best football when he's got him and Romeo overlapping. How dangerous have they been? You know, that was the source of a lot of our goals in recent times. So to give him this free roam, it just just, just didn't work. He was not effective. He couldn't stretch. Um, and then actually most of the attacks came down the left with, with Malone, who who did his best. I mean, he's a decent player. But um, yeah, it's, it's drab. I mean... The thing is, when you play that formation, your two midfielders aren't, I guess, necessarily expected to create because you should have the striker, two wingers, um, sort of attacking midfielder, so forth in that space. Uh, but they just sit. But I like Leonard, but he's not. He's one of those players where he's not outstanding at anything in particular. Like you know, he's he's a solid player. Woods is much more of a sits in front of the back four and sprays balls. I mean, it sounds like we're crying out for Ben Thompson again. I mean, he's he's the more of the, the bit more of the kind of creative, rip-roaring type player, but, but he won't play him. So, I don't know. There's problems in this side, I think. But we're ninth. Um, you can't complain about that, but we're a long way from being a top six side, especially without a striker, especially without a striker. But um, hopefully Parrot might actually be fit soon. But who knows if he's any fucking good or not. We'll see. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Achtung. Mehlball. Doug, I wanted to, to touch on um, your location. You're based in Stockholm in Sweden. Yes. You've been out there for a few years now, mate, haven't you, one way or the other? You've, you've, you've been there for a while. Uh, coming up to three, but I, I've worked for a Swedish bank anyway, so I've been coming out here for about 30 years on and off. I just, I mean, t- t- two things. Obviously, there's a, the, we're all under the lockdown here at the moment. I mean, uh, from what I've read, and I wanted to, as you're on the spot, you know, Sweden gets kind of um, varying coverage over here. On the one hand, it's felt to be the way we should have gone, and others say it's it's not been, you know, it's it's, it's not been... Um, the kind of shiny example that some crack it up to be. I mean, do you have a do you have a lockdown equivalent there? How, how does it work? In, in- Absolutely not. We've um, there's some like you go into certain pubs and there's where well, you've got three tables, two of them, or one's got um, some sort of cover over it, so you're not allowed to sit here. But right, um, pretty pretty much everything's working. I mean, I think they've just shut some of the gyms, but um, I mean, I, I've been sort of you you wouldn't really know if you walk around Stockholm that anything was happening no, nobody wears masks is that a, a social the, distancing concept or is, is, is that um an individual no. <laughs> um it, it's funny you sort of go and pub, start having a few beers with your mates and you you're sort of 12 of you sit you know standing around and quite a good distance and after two pints you're all standing maybe laughing next to each other and in the traditional so, style you know well, like, exactly i mean yeah uh, if you're going to really with this COVID if you want to stop it you need to stop people drinking in pubs I mean let's be honest that's that's where you're going to pick it up <laughs> yes. well, I mean this is it I mean I you know we, we, we've hope you have this conversation a lot of the time and um over here and obviously in the summertime it was relaxed and you could go to the pub with you know the two uh, the six foot um distance around all that kind of thing yeah I said the same thing as soon as you've got your two pints in or whatever your, your tipple is two glasses of whatever you're in you that's all gone out the window when you're when you're having a good time and you're laughing and you know whatever no. whatever your, your thing is well, um, we, we tend to meet up on a thursday there's a few english guys getting one of the uh it's, it's actually a pizza place but he doesn't mind us just sitting there and a drink and right. um there's there's 12 of us usually only last weekend eight of them went for a curry so this week there was only four of us there they've all right. picked it up so, uh, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose it's a it's it's a different idea of maybe your, 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 your personal responsibility, I suppose. Would that be a, a good way to sum up the Swedish attitude? It's up to oh, you. I think so. But I mean, don't forget, it's a massive country with a lot less people in it. Um, I think yeah. it's, I, I think I'm right saying it's the highest um, single person dwelling in the world. So most people live by themselves. You haven't right. got three right. lots of um, you know, sort of kids, parents and grandparents and stuff living in one, one place. It's not cramped like central London, then. No, no, not at all. Sense of people on people. No, it's more of a sort of a Norwich or a Brighton type feel. Okay, um, but I, I would say mentally, it must be so much better here. I mean, we can go out and do stuff. It's um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been. You, we were saying just off air about the football, um, and I presume that's continued in the same way as normal. Doug, is there a crowd? No, no. The, there's um, there's a, f- I think it's fifty people, um, per game. So the I think it's the top three divisions don't play, and below that you can still go. 
Uh, sorry, they do play, but you can't go. They're behind uh, closed doors. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. Uh, but the division is below that, you can go. How do, how do you find Swedish football? I mean, you live near one of the um, the clubs, you were saying. Yeah, I live by AIK. Um, okay. But it, it's, um, I'll probably get slaughtered here by the locals, but it's probably very <laughs> low championship or high division one, I think. It's, right. um, yeah, there's a few good players. You've got to see it. Seb Larsons and people like that still floating around. Um, it, it's probably not as quick as the... Uh, Championship, I don't think, is, but the the skill levels there. There's some good players, but not lots and lots of them. I mean, rather like the, the rather like Holland and Netherlands. I mean, most um, Swedish players travel abroad to make their make their career, don't they? I mean, you start yeah, exactly. yes. in Swedish football and then travel to the the, the bigger centres. You know, yes, yes. Yeah, being probably the best example of that. Well, so, uh, you know, just to, for those who have never been, um, that's me, listeners, but I've never been to Sweden. I mean, what's, what's the atmosphere like at a Swedish game? Is it is it comparable to uh, an English English match? Is it is it a, a raucous event? Is it a... Yeah, no, the, I mean, the three, the three Swedish teams, um, there's, there's three big Swedish teams, and probably there's more singing, um, although it is a bit more Crystal Palace-y type, unless like, when they get together, then it's a little <laughs> bit lively. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, you, you, you don't tend to get a lot of travelling support. So if, if the stock, if it's a Stockholm derby, then uh, yes, it's a bit lively. Would, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the local, I think, I think it holds 50-something thousand. Oh, and that, yeah. that, that's, that can be full up. They've had European Championships in Sweden before now. They had a, a, a World Cup once upon a time, I believe, as well. So Yeah, 58 was the World Cup. <clears throat> 58, so yeah, 58. It's, a, it's a hotbed of football in that sense. I just wanted to congratulate you. Before we started the show, listeners, I said to Doug, if, I don't know how long we're going to get out of this conversation from yesterday's match, and we've actually got 20 minutes going there. So I think we've done really well, Doug, between us to get that. There's some adverts out there. You've got an hour. Look. <laughs> I've got one comment for you before we go. Oh, go on, go on. What, Husky's taking over, isn't it? Why have we wearing red and white yesterday and not the yellow kit? Well, I, I think, I, well, I don't know if I can answer that question. Um, I, th- I think um, that would be because they they have a, a motor racing side, don't they? Um, no, no, but I mean, why were we not wearing the yellow kit yesterday? Husky are obviously sort of becoming more and more of an influence, which actually is a Swedish company as well. But there we go. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, well, I presume that's a time of their motor racing colours. I mean, I, I don't know. If it's not, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, not Formula One. It's a Formula Two or Three or something of that kind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, I guess it's that. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I wonder how long before that's the second kit, and maybe even the first kit in a few years. Possibly, possibly. I don't, I don't mind it. Do you like it? I thought it was quite a, quite a nice. Um, yeah, nice sort of. I'm, I'm not I'm like most Millwall fans. I don't tend to buy many shirts, but um, yeah, yeah, look, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I don't think I'll buy it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's decent enough. I'm going to run a few um, comments I've picked up from Twitter past you, Doug, whilst I've got you on the... You're not on the phone. We're on, we're on Zoom, listeners. I can't ever shake the idea that we're, we're talking to each other by telephone, but we're not. We're talking by Zoom. So, um, Dan Poor. Shout out to Dan Poor. Mill strikers have scored two goals, as in the strike force. They've only scored two goals between them in the opening 11 games of the season. That's one goal every 5.5 games. One for Bradshaw and one for the now injured Zohor. I mean, that is... <laughs> That's quite an indictment, isn't it? Um, Some, somebody put out yesterday, I can't remember it was, I saw it at half-time, about, uh, I don't think we'd scored a goal in all of our away games uh, at half-time. I think the only goal that had begun in was Wickham that scored against us, which yeah. I thought was interesting. We scored late against Preston, didn't we? We, was, uh, we won one up there, but um, I suppose those, I can't remember when those goals were. I think they were in the second half. Yeah. 
Uh, Johnny Suntan. What a great name, Johnny Suntan. <laughs> Love that name, Johnny. Johnny Suntan. He doesn't live here, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, Conor Mahoney must always start. I'd take him over Jed any day of the week. Controversial opinion from Johnny Suntan. I mean, I, 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 I think Conor Mahoney has the potential, Doug, to be a great player, but he just doesn't seem to unlock the um, the secret room that gets us there every week. Does he? He's, he's, he's inconsistent. He, he does seem not to play well on the left wing, I from sort of my perception of him um, and we keep keep playing him on the left wing and he came on yesterday and played on the right and I thought he looked a lot better yeah and maybe um, but I'm not sure he gets in in front of Jed for me to be fair no I think that's that's harsh Johnny I suppose if you've got Jed then you've got to start Mahoney on the left or, or he's yes. going to come on yep. the left but then I wouldn't take him I mean Bennett at his best on the on the left Doug I mean I, I think I prefer him to Mahoney on the left but there we are. We're going to go around. Well, Benny's got a bit of pace, isn't he? I think that's. Really and he shit. gives a shit. He's got a little bit of an edge to him. I, I, I quite like um, Mason Bennett. I think he's got something. Whereas Mahoney does look the kind of languid, um, you know, easygoing type on on, on the wing sometimes. But um, yeah, you, you do sometimes see Bennett sort of covering for the fullback, whereas I'm, I'm not sure you see uh, Mahoney no. doing that. Dan Wall says uh, we badly need this international break. I agree with that, Dan. The whole team looks knackered. Two points from two away games will take, but no shots on target in either of them um, is embarrassing. Let's pray Troy Parrott is good. Actually, we don't know that, do we? We've seen hints that he might be good, but we don't know that. Um, otherwise, we're in trouble. I, I don't know that we're in trouble. I mean, I think we've got enough not to certainly to finish mid-table. Um, we shouldn't be any lower than that. Um, I rather, think if we'd, if, if we'd have got an early goal yesterday, I think they were there for the taking as well. Yeah, and we, we had chances. So, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a slight overreaction in some of this. Uh, but um, Dan would rather have Zahor on one leg than Bod or Bradshaw. That's harsh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going like, to argue with him. But yeah. Long John Silver <laughs> with, a, with, a, you know, with, a, with, a, with a crook under his, under his, under his arm. Um, Jake Sanders, no shots on target, making the same point and three goals. About goal isn't good enough, but perspective is needed, says Jack. This was Mill's seventh game in 21 days. Only one defeat. A hectic schedule right now, so two points off the top six and five off of the top isn't bad. Parrot's return is, is needed. A crucial, crucial common point there, I think, Dan. Um, I don't think many people are thinking we're top two anyway, so we're actually not that far off of where we think we should be on. I agree. I mean, it's, it's not it's not great, but it's not. I mean, we've we've had a lot worse, haven't we? Let's be honest. Well, actually, that leads, leads neatly into my next point, and um, well, next two points actually. And this will wrap us up. But uh, Richard Harris, not the actor, I don't think. It's Richard Harris. <laughs> he's, he's dead. Me. Um, he's, Richard Harris says we're about we're about where we deserve to be. We'll spend all season between eighth and twelfth, maybe a week in six, but never threatening to stay there. But then early last season, we were relegation fodder and we've improved, says Richard Harris. Um, and then this is Millwall, um, says, um, making the same perspective, Doug, we're a small budget side hanging about the top 10. And then you contrast us with Derby County, who spent fortunes year after year, even buying Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney, and they are bottom of the league. We're doing all right, chaps. I think that's probably... Perspective never really excites the Millwall mentality, though, Doug, does it? You know, really? No, I think it was some... I don't, don't know if you follow Bermondsey Boy, but yesterday morning he was saying about sort of God, he misses Millwall and stuff. And then after watching it, 
straight away came back with, I'm just glad I'm not coming back from bloody Sheffield now. <laughs> I was thinking that. I, I think I probably would have gone to that one yesterday uh, if in normal times. I think fancy being stuck at Sheffield Station now with a long train ride home, you know, on, 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 uh, you're not going to get back to about 10 o'clock at night. So I think sometimes the iFollow does, uh, does save you from something, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, there we are. Doug, it's been a pleasure speaking to you again, mate. Thank you for taking time out of your, your Sunday morning. Um, I don't no know what the Swedish is for have a good day and, and, and you know, have a good international break, but um, let's keep in touch and um, we'll speak again soon. Doug Hume, ladies and gentlemen. Take care, thanks. Thank you for listening to Aston Moore. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, it's actually more wrong. Till next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.